It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast on a Thursday. Great to have you in. So much to get to. I'm James Erpine on Twitter at Locked On Bengals at James Erpine. Subscribe iTunes, the iHeartRadio app. That's Apple Podcasts, by the way, the iHeartRadio app, Megaphone, and wherever you get your podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. A lot to discuss. A lot to dive into. You're going to hear from Phil Sims, the CBS analyst on the Marvin Lewis era, and his thoughts on the Bengals' offensive line moving forward. But I want to start and and discuss a, a couple things because I posted, and it will be posted tomorrow, and you'll hear an excerpt of this on the podcast tomorrow as well. But I joined Jim Osarski and, and Paul Daner Jr. of Cincinnati.com. They cover the Bengals for the Enquirer here in Cincinnati, I joined them to discuss Andy Dalton. And no matter how you feel about Andy Dalton, I think one thing is for sure. And you'll hear part of that conversation, like I said. But one thing is for sure. You look at this offensive line. You look at this team. It needs to upgrade. <laughs> it needs to upgrade on the offensive line. And, and I was listening to uh, Bearcats head coach Luke Fickle. And signing day was yesterday for Division I college football. And he says, yeah, we really want to build up front, offensive and defensive lines. And we are going to harp on that a ton this offseason. But outside of, of coach, because obviously the coach matters and all that stuff and who they get, who they don't get. Can the Bengals find linemen that can block now? That can run block now? That can be good now? That's got to be priority this offseason. That doesn't necessarily mean first-round pick. That doesn't necessarily mean three out of your first five picks. No, what that means is you're going to have to spend money. What that means is you're going to have to realize that, oh, we have to spend money on free agents. I got into this huge debate about Andy Dalton, and we went back and forth and back and forth, and I came to the realization that outside of them just falling into a quarterback that is so elite that he can hide flaws, I don't know how this team is going to get over the hump and win a Super Bowl or be a contender like that without doing so. You could say, oh, well, 2015 they did it. 2015 was an outlier where everyone stayed healthy where the coaching staff was one of the best in the league. It's hard to put that together, yet alone a solid offensive line with a great wide receiver core, great tight end, and very, very good defense with depth all over. It's hard to do that. And then it's hard to stay healthy, as it you saw with Andy Dalton breaking his thumb. This team, this organization, the way it is built, the way it, it goes about things, it needs to change. I hope to God it changes a little bit with the next coach. It changed some when they hired Marvin Lewis. He turned the page, turned the corner a little bit. Can the next guy 
turn the page completely? Can the next guy get Mike Brown to go outside of the organization to sign free agents, to scout outside of the organization for those free agents? And no, I don't mean Kevin Minter. When the Bengals signed Kevin Minter, fine, but that didn't mean that he was going to have a huge impact. Can they sign a big-named free agent? It doesn't have to be the biggest name. But I, I appeared on that podcast, and Jim and I are going back and forth, back and forth, and I said, well, the Patriots can draft a quarterback in round two. Why do you think that the Bengals shouldn't? And he says, well, it's quite simple. The Patriots can mask some of their flaws in free agency and go get veterans. Well, then go be like the Patriots. Because I'd much rather have quarterbacks coming in trying to get to that elite status and spend money on free agents to fill those other pieces than do it the other way and be stuck with Andy Dalton forever. I, I went back and listened to that podcast. I can't believe I didn't unleash more on that guy. And, and I will. I'm going ha- to try to get him on next week. But to me, I watched Andy Dalton this year, and he can't keep a deep throw in bounds. We're, we're planning on winning a Super Bowl. Bengals fans are planning on winning a Super Bowl with Andy Dalton. This team, its philosophy, it will never win a Super Bowl unless they run into a great quarterback and get him or decide to change their free agency strategy. Period. I'm convinced of that. Because 15 was the outlier season where everything worked out and it still wasn't good enough. Stuff like that doesn't happen. They were almost perfectly healthy when they started 8-0. Like, we we make it sound like, oh, 15, that's the model. You think the Vikings are going to be as good next year with Case Keenum? Hell no. They got to upgrade a quarterback next year. That's the bottom line. And hope to God that they can keep most of that roster together. And it's going to be hard to do because Adam Thielen will want a deal. Stephon Diggs will want a deal. Those defenders will want a deal. Some of those defensive linemen. So to me, this organization, this team, this franchise, if it's not going to take part in free agency, the way to winning a Super Bowl, it doesn't really matter about the coach. Yeah, they can get better up front, and that's big, and I'm, you're going to hear from Phil Sims on that in a second because I think that's number one priority this offseason. But my God, they're either going to have to spend money in free agency or land a top-tier quarterback in the draft. That's it. Those are your two chances at a Super Bowl. I could be dead wrong, but I don't think I am. I have 50 years of proof. I mean, seriously. Look at this team. Look at this organization. You let guys walk, and if you don't hit on replacements in the draft, you're done. You don't admit the mistake and go out in free agency and fix it, correct it. That doesn't work. That doesn't get you to a competitive level in the NFL. And one way to do that, they've whiffed on Cedric Obwehi. They've whiffed on Jake Fisher. Go get offensive linemen that are ready to go now in free agency. Not a top two or three tackle, fine. But one of the better tackles, draft one, draft uh, draft the center or pay a center. Like, you can do that. But something tells me they'll have to rely on the draft and wait for development and wait and wait and wait. And that's just not how it works. You, you have to be able to compete in free agency. You have to be able to go outside the organization in free agency. And if you can't, then you just got to hope to get lucky. And getting lucky is stumbling into a quarterback, which means pick a quarterback a franchise guy that you evaluate and think is the guy. Again, the, 
this team, this organization, it's, it's so frustrating, but I just look at it and I'm like, man, if the goal is Super Bowl, how do you get there? Well, yeah, you got to improve the offensive line. How are you going to do it? You wait on rookies to get better? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> because otherwise, they, they let Andrew Whitworth and Kevin Zeitler leave, and it's not like they went out in free agency and got someone that was comparable. They signed Andre Smith. So that'll be interesting. I, I expect if Andre Smith, he's on injured reserve now, I, I could see him coming back. How about that? I could see him being back here next year. You're going to hear Phil Simms on the Bengals' offensive line and on the Marvin Lewis on his legacy in just a bit. But just a, a reminder, I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast. It's great to have you in. I'm on Twitter, at James Rapine, at Locked On Bengals. And uh, real quick, a word from my bookie. Bull season is here, and it's time to get in the action with my bookie. Are you sick and tired of getting the runaround when asked for a payout? Sign up, mybookie.ag today, and get paid fast when you win. My bookie is your hookup for all your betting needs, and you can even deposit using Bitcoin. I don't know what that is, but I'm sure you do. I've seen how I haven't clicked on any of the Bitcoin Bitcoin links to uh, see what that is. I, I hear it's worth a lot of money these days. Um, the way, where you bet is just as important as who you're betting on. If you want to make money betting on the bowl games, you got to go to mybookie.ag. They're the only site I'd recommend. I've had success with them this year. Hit multiple team parlays. Visit mybookie.ag today. Use promo code LOCKED ON. That's L O C K E D O N. LOCKED ON. And mybookie will match your deposit with up to a 50% bonus. Again, that's promo code LOCKED ON. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win. You get paid. If you're going to bet, the only place to do it is at my bookie. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. And this is the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm James Erpine. Thank you so much for tuning in. And let's get to it. Phil Sims was on Bengals game plan and uh, with Dan Horton and Dave Lapham. And he was asked about the offensive line. You'll hear Lapp's voice in here. You'll hear Phil Sims's voice. This was a, a funny answer. Made me chuckle. Here's Mr. Sims. We talk about all this stuff. And, and, and Mike Dick, I'm, I'm sure I've said this before. He was on NBC, I think it was. With Sam Weiss, they were both, you know, on the pregame show. And Sam Weiss was saying this and this, and then Mike Dick says, "Hey, Mike." Uh, he goes, "Hey, Sam, you can only trick him and dick him so long. Sooner or later, you got to punch him in the face." <laughs> <laughs> yep. Does that not explain football? It does. And that is football, and it is. I. It's. It's still as much as I buy into every year. I kind of fall into all the traps, but it's about who is the most physical team out there that's what wins week in and week out and uh, i lose sight of it all the time and i come back and go all right dummy gotta remember this and let it stay with you so that's phil sims and that's the thing you wonder because offensive and defensive head coaches are tossed out there and while i would prefer them to hire an offensive coach i just need the right mindset sometimes we overthink it i want a coach who's going to be offensive minded but at the same time that doesn't mean spread him out, throw it downfield. Andy can't do that. 
And, you know, Andy can't do that. And I, I was talking to a few people who, who said, well, the Bengals, I think they're going to move on from Andy Dalton. And while I'm on board and open to that idea, who are you getting? And I'm open to that, and I, I want to see. At the same time, regardless, you have to upgrade the offensive line. You can only trick and dick them for so long, as Mike Ditka said, according to Phil Sims. One more from Phil Sims. This is Phil. And you, you'll hear Dave Lapham, Dan Hort as well in this. Uh, on Bengals game plan. This is Phil discussing Marvin Lewis's legacy. I thought this was interesting, and, and it, it's funny uh, how it ended. In, in, in hindsight, it was so clear that in, in 2015, on January 9th, 2016, the 2015-16 season, how that game ended was the end of the Marvin Lewis era in these past two years. Well, it, we were just going through the motions. Here's Phil Sims. Well, I think about Marvin. You know, I think about him a lot. I just think about what he meant to the league. He was always a friend of the NFL. I think that's a big deal. I mean, I think he understood what a head coach and what you do for the league to keep promoting the game. He was tremendous that way. I tell you this with no reservation. He was as nice or as kind to us as any head coach in the NFL. When I used to cover do games, I mean, we'd come out on a practice field. He'd let me talk to players on the sideline. He never, you know, looked at me and says, like, stop. He'd come over and talk to us. He was great. And, um, you know, he, he had true, really true such feelings for his players that I used to just almost think, gosh, you've got to separate a little bit. But he cared so much for them as human beings that, you know, I just wonder sometimes if that was not a detriment. And if it was a detriment, then good for him. He's going to sleep good or he does sleep good, and he will the rest of his life because how he treated men. But, you know, that, that game I did in that playoff game, the ending was so bad, as you guys remember. Right. And I remember being on the air just going, oh, my gosh, here we are. And, you know, I'm an announcer, and, they, you know, they want me to tell the truth. I'm going, this, and, and I really, I said, this is so bad for the game, and which I always worry about. And I, and I just went, oh, this is so bad for Marvin Lewis. And I, and I kind of said those things on the air. Mm-hmm. And we had him the opening game um, the following year against the New York Jets. And he came in and talked to us. And I could feel it. You know, he must have known what I said or whatever. But as we kept talking, it loosened up. And then I went out in the hallway and we talked a while. And, you know, I think I broke – we didn't go over what I said, but – he was such a man about it and just kind of let it go. And I didn't feel good saying anything derogatory about him or whatever, but it had to be said. And, uh, but it shows you what kind of man he is to, to overlook it and still be an unbelievable professional to Jim Nance and I in those circumstances. So that's Phil Sims on Marvin Lewis's legacy. And it's, it's interesting because th- that was the end. And we just didn't know it at that point. And that's what I mean by that when I, when I prefaced it before that st- statement there. That was the end of the Marvin Lewis era. And yet, it lasted for two more years. Much like a lot of the, the players that come through this system, it, they just come off of them a, a year or two too late. And you just hope that this offseason, the culture changes, the coach that comes in can either win with Andy or my preference. Seriously, my preference would be get as much for Andy as you can, which is probably a first. I really do think you could get a first-round pick and more for Andy. Do that. 
draft a quarterback because there will be a guy that you feel like is a franchise guy. There has to be because there is in every single draft. And then hit the ground running. New coach, new quarterback, new culture. Not all of you will agree with it. All of you will agree with this, that it's time to get a new offensive line, which means spending money in free agency, investing draft picks. you got to revamp it. You have to do it, period. It's that simple. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Check out mybookie.ag. Get a 50% bonus with promo code Locked On. Make sure you check that out. Also, tomorrow, well, you'll hear a snippet of me and Jim Osarski and Paul Daner Jr. And then we'll dive into a little bit of the, the Detroit Lions. And I'll get, offer you up a prediction. But until tomorrow's Locked On Bengals podcast, thank you so much for tuning in. Listen on Megaphone, the iHeartRadio app, iTunes. Check out LockedOnBengals.com where I will post Jim, myself, and Paul Daner Jr., my appearance on the Bengals Beat podcast, the entire thing on LockedOnBengals.com. Until next time, I'm James Erpine. Thank you so much for listening to the Locked On Bengals podcast. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.